You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Geek Card Check. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm back. She's yes! back, everybody. We're Gosh. so excited. She's Kate, it's us... been way, way too long. Yes. It's been way too long. I've had long. this hole in my heart with three mm. letters engraved upon it. Oh, no. GCC, baby. Oh, the Geek Card Check <laughs> was not the same without you. I don't know it's what true. we did for the first however many episodes it was before you got on, and and then when you when you were away, it was just... Farted around, no doubt. We, we farted around a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yep. we did. Well, before we get started with what we're going to talk about today, I wanted to let everybody know where you can find us on social media. We are on Twitter at Geek Card Check. We are on Facebook at Geek Card Check Podcast. And uh, we'd also love it if you would find us on iTunes, rate us, review us, leave us a five-star review if you think you deserve it. Today, we are going to talk- We deserve it, you mean? Did I say you deserve it? Well, yeah, that's they okay. Deserve it, you know what? They might deserve us getting a five-star review. They're, that's fine. Sure. I think that's sure. fine. They deserve a five-star experience. That's true. We will give that's them a five-star experience. There will be no awkward flatulence discussion today. There will be no, yeah. That's happening. Nothing at all. No, nothing at all. Well, today we made each other watch a bunch of stuff. And yes. uh, we're going to talk about like, why each one of us asked the other to watch a certain thing and, and kind of just what their reactions were. And just, uh, I'm excited about this. I think we, we all put each other through, uh, through the ringer, I think, with the things that we're having them watch. And I think it's going to be good. So uh, first, Chris asked Kate yeah. to watch the movie Hush, which is on Netflix. Kate asked me to watch Swiss Army Man, which is also on Netflix. And I asked Chris to watch Cowboy Bebop, an anime that's on, I believe it was on Hulu. Is that right? Yep, it was. Yep. Awesome. Well, let's start right off the top. Chris, you had Kate watch Hush. What is that about? Why did you make her watch it? And Kate, what did you think? All right. So, Kate, um, we have been in discussions for, I don't know, quite a while now about the different kinds of you know genres that are in, you know, sci-fi and horror. And you, you've, you have basically told us Horror is not your thing. You don't like horror movies. Mm -hmm. You don't, there's no, so I wanted to recommend and have you watch this because I felt like this might be a quote unquote horror thriller that you could enjoy. It does air more on the horror side, um, but th there's enough thriller elements in it that I thought perhaps you would enjoy Hush. Now, for those of you who don't know, Tyler did just say it's on Netflix, but the IMDb description is a deaf mute writer who is retreated into the woods to, to live in solitary life must confront her life in silence when a masked killer appears at her window. It's directed by Mike Flanagan um, and he, he and uh, Kate Siegel, who actually is the star in this film, wrote it together. She's actually they're, um, they're actually married. They're married, yes. Uh, they're a couple, um, and um, there's all kinds of amazing stories about kind of the the making of this movie. But Mike Flanagan, I have just become a huge fan of his. Uh, last year, I think Doctor Sleep was my number three or four film of the year. Oh, yeah. He also directed, edited, um, and adapted Doctor Sleep. Um, there's a great series on Netflix called The Haunting of Hill House that he uh, had uh, his hand in, as well as several other. Um, uh, you know, kind of like horror, very moody, um, atmospheric uh, quite films. Often that I'm... Stephen King, if I'm remembering correctly, like a lot of his are Stephen King, aren't they? Yeah, Gerald Game. He was just involved in as well. That's I believe on Netflix as well. So anyway, so that's the reason why I chose it because Kate said that she didn't like it. I wanted to give her something that's maybe stretched her her um, perspectives maybe a little bit because I really enjoy the movie. I think it's quality. Um, so I wanted to see what you thought. Kate, tell us, what did you think of Hush? Hmm, Hush. Well, I think the shortest way to describe the movie is a home invasion thriller. Yes. And I will say You know, that... we should, sorry, we mm -hmm. should say really quick, we're going to spoil oh, yeah. these movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. So if you haven't seen Hush, you should see it. If you haven't seen um, Swiss Army Man, and if you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, watch those before we talk. Sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you, Kate, but I just want to say, feel free to spoil it from here out. If you haven't watched those movies, you've been warned. Absolutely. Kate, continue. Okay. 
Um, I watched it with my husband who had watched it before, so he knew it was coming for it. And um, so I will start by talking about the protagonist. Yes. Um, Maddie is a woman who is a published author. She's written one book. She's working on more books, but, you know, having a bit of writer's block, trying to figure out the right ending that fits, etc. So she uh, spends time writing. Um, she is also um, deaf and they actually use signing in this, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they show you some of the, uh, lifestyle hacks and adaptations that members of the deaf community use to navigate a world wired for sound, which was cool. Yeah. She is, um, at this, in the movie though, she is struggling with the isolation that she's feeling from um because she was not deaf from birth um if I remember correctly it was an illness that caused is, is that right meningitis or something like that yep yeah and she just hasn't fully she's made the transition for the life hacks but not really emotionally and yeah. this movie is in a way part of her emotional journey of dealing with the isolation she has put herself in and deciding to engage with the world again so to speak um, because she's there are there's friends that check on her over FaceTime and uh, a neighbor uh, checks in on her, but um, she hasn't decided that she wants to fully live, and she decides in this movie to live to, to engage. Live. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. If it were just that story, I think I would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is fair to say that I endured this film. <laughs> yeah, I think anybody who sees this movie yeah. would endure it. It's definitely, it's not like a, a happy skip romp through the forest, right? No. It's it's something different. Romps through the forest are boring unless we're hanging out with, I don't know, bronies or smurfs or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, but... When I say I endured this movie, yeah, that was me rather pissed throughout most of the movie and me repeatedly asking Peter, how far are we now? <laughs> Is it over yet? Got it. Um, it hits one of my buttons of uh, violence towards women. Um, it is no holds barred you see him straddling her throttling the life out of her at one point yeah um another button that it hits for me is um he is a killer without reason he is a sadist he he is there to enjoy torturing her he makes the point of that up front i'm not going to kill you until i'm done making you beg and yeah. I do not like stories like that at all. Um, it's a story that reinforces the kill or be killed mindset, which I really don't enjoy between fellow human beings. It's fine as a monster story like the movie Alien. I used a lot of thinking through why I didn't like this movie and why I did like Alien. Mm. And... Um, I think because this, sure, you could say that the the killer was behaving like a monster, etc. But in a world where men perpetrating violence at home towards women is a norm, I just do not find that an entertainment type story at all. Um, Did they do it well? Arguably, yes, if I actually was not angry the whole time. Uh, It was... (laughs) Uh, a well-executed enclosed space story where they used the situational pieces, the house around them. I cocked early on that she was going to use the smoke alarm against him. Like those, those weren't surprises. It was just, when are they going to deploy it? Right. Um, right. Good setup. Well, they, they set everything, all those things up fairly early on. Yeah. And probably the one moment that I got a genuine thrill of a little bit of fear was the moment when I realized 
She left her cell phone on the counter. She's going in there. Yeah. I think I know what's going to happen I, next. I remember that. And even uh, knowing what was going to happen next, when he starts messaging her on her laptop from outside with her phone, yeah, yeah there's that moment where, where, where's my phone? <laughs> yep. Um, the, the technology usage in this movie, especially in the first maybe, the, whatever, the first act, especially is quite yeah. quite wonderful. I mean, it really is good the way that they, it's all very realistic and, and done well. Most horror movies have, like nowadays, or I feel like most, yeah, most horror movies that are trying to sort of be in the in the area of the traditional slasher, you know, with the, just the one guy, you know, either home invading or whatever, have to find a way to disable or get rid of that, you know, oh, the, the power is out and so we can't use this, or oh, the cell tower is down and so we can't use your phone. I actually, I like that he leaned into it a little bit and, and the best modern, the modern horror that, that uh, is leaning into that, is leaning into, okay, we don't, it's, this is, technology isn't something we have to get rid of to be uh, an effective horror movie. It's something that we have to actually find a way to use and say, okay, well, how would somebody deal with that? So I, I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, and their cho- their choice of a crossbow for his weapon also allowed them to more believably prolong the uh, fight and the agony and her ability to actually uh, reload it because those things mm-hmm. do require muscle. Um, the showing up of the neighbor girl's husband, like this is basically mm-hmm. a scene to give her a break for a minute and then you're just yeah. waiting for him to die. Um I, this, I can intellectually recognize why people enjoy this film. It just did not do it for me. And you, and and the reason why you'd say it did is is because of the, there's a, what it sounded like to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that there is a, there is, there's something worthwhile being explored here. You just don't particularly care for or don't think they handled it very well you in 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 any circumstance violence against other human beings you're just not a fan of on 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 screen especially male to to female violence or see because i I agree with you like when you were saying like there's this great there there you got those themes you understood what they were trying to do yeah but the way in which they were getting there for you um if it would have been more comic booky or more uh, silly or more, but because they they went with a grounded feel, maybe it it hurt. It, it felt. If it worse were more comic you, booky or silly, I couldn't have even finished the movie. That would have made it stupid beyond belief. I don't have a problem with hmm. grounded horror, um, or grounded ish horror, but um, I don't so. When I was using Alien, trying to think it through, it's like, all right, they are fighting a monster which is not realistic, but their yeah. fights for their survival were, and it allows you to process through the fear stuff that horror is uh, theoretically great for helping you process your fears without it, for me, replicating a real-life situation that is a problem situation in our world. We have too much film and television that replicates a bad thing happening in our world everywhere as normal and i I, the male and female violence really pushes my buttons senseless violence in that context really pushes my buttons would you were you saying or would you say that it was uh that it was glorifying it and that's that was a problem as well or or were i mean were you saying or would you might i don't know if i can say words uh would you say that it was actually trying to say something with the film or was it is it just kind of too so it wasn't. Like, is there any value? Is there yeah, any is value, there value in it at all? Like, would, yeah. you, would you? Would you? Because you said you could see how people might enjoy it, and you could say, "I don't. I didn't enjoy enjoy it at all. In fact, I hated it." But do you think there is a value? Like, would you recommend it, or would you say that somebody should perhaps see it, or do you think you know what? You probably shouldn't even enjoy yeah, it. Like, yeah. this should not even be anything that you even should like. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, it's a, I don't want to. I don't want question. to put you in that position. Yeah, but it is a good question because, okay, this is not a Michael Bay or Quentin Tarantino film True. on any yeah. level. Yeah, and if it were, then I would probably be having a different take on it because what they do with violence of women is a whole other topic. Um. So you're not a Quentin Tarantino fan, from what I'm what I'm hearing, because we've not had that conversation. Uh, no, about the only thing I have liked with him was when he was guest starring on Alias. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great episode. When he when he showed up on ALS, that was amazing. Absolutely yeah, great. Yeah. That was fun. I yeah. have a lot of arguments with Tarantino. He I get rage issues with him. So that's something else. <laughs> got, it, um, got it. No worries. That's great. And it's not even necessarily over the top violence per se, because the John Wick movies, I think, yeah. do some not as problematic things depending that's a whole other conversation. Sure. So um I think I can see this film working for some women or just viewers in general who would appreciate the arc from helpless and withdrawn to fighting your fate and accepting it. Like I can see that being well done. There are some movies though, like if you are someone who's experienced domestic violence, you may not find this, the movie for you, or you might find it cathartic, you know, that's up to you. But so it doesn't revel in that, but at the same time, it is savage uh, at times to watch. And because it's because the killer is sadistic, he's drawing it out. So it's not even like someone just comes in, kills the woman and moves on. The sadism is what makes me uncomfortable with that. I don't necessarily think that this is a film that there's moral implications of you watch this and it somehow made you a darker person but i do think there's something to be said for reinforcing in our world the mindset of kill or be killed is our only solution to our problems because it's very easy to put people in that sadistic killer mindset of they are this so therefore i have a right to behave that way to them and that yeah. makes me uncomfortable i guess and i agree with you i think i think that that particular um idea is not something that I think should be propagated at all. I, I, I'm with you on that. Uh-huh. Um, I just, when I watch the movie, I feel like, sure, that happens, right? She does fight back and she does kill him, right? Mm-hmm. That does happen. There's no there's no doubt about that. Um, but I think the, from, from the way that I read the film anyway, it is more about her taking control and deciding that she does indeed want to live. And this is more of a... Um, not, to be honest with you, not really a literal, this is more of a story, more of a um, fable than it is, because there's that moment, the, the moment I love, where you see her, not love, but I mean, it, it the, 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 the twist that happens in the film mm-hmm. where she gets killed, right? And she, you know, and you're like, what? They just killed her? Like, in oh. the third... And no, you know they I mean? like, set that what? up at the beginning of the movie. I'm sitting there going, no. Right. <laughs> yes, yes. But that was great. That's another setup that happens so well but in the moment though there's 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 a shock that happens right and then you realize that she is writing her story mm-hmm. and i i that idea she is a writer she is having like you were saying she's not sure about what her future is yeah. she hasn't written her story right and now she gets to she gets to take back control mm-hmm. and write her story. That's really what I thought you would enjoy. That that's why I recommended this to you. Yeah. Um, is not necessarily, and I agree with you that that yes, literally that happens. She kills him so that she may live. Totally, I totally agree, mm-hmm. and I, I I don't disagree. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that point. But yeah. I think the film, what it's trying to say is not. Sometimes you just have to kill people. It's more sometimes. You get the chance. You have to take. Control. You get the choice. Yeah. To write your story. It's about agency. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what I took away from that, and that's why right. I think this film is powerful and 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 really cool. And and again, like I totally see every point that you that you made. Totally. I think I think Tyler totally, and everybody who's listening says, well, yeah, that's yes, hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. We totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But I'm just yeah. saying. And I rec- I could recognize that that's why you recommended the film to me that her agency yeah. was an important part of the story, and that's something I yeah. could value. But in the end, because the genre itself is yeah. already hard for me, I could yes. not overcome the elements to appreciate totally. that uh, in the way it was intended. Even though I recognize yeah. that that is there. Totally. And that, and that's and that's about I, the, the reason why I think it's. Another reason, too, is is because within the genre, oftentimes the killer is just a sadistic whatever, whatever. Right. And the end is the woman, the final girl, whatever you want to call it, just doing exactly what happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. But it's more of an like an accident, more of a blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Or like she, she just, happened to endure it or or, or yeah. because she was a. A virgin, or because she was a you know more pure insert than the rest, or, reason, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Insert yeah, right. whatever it is. 
I think when and, it comes so, to bad guys, though, I tend to enjoy more things like Man in the High Castle, where you have Rufus Sewell playing John Smith, who is a family man, but also doing genuinely evil things as a member yeah. of the Nazi Reich. And so you right. have that quandary, like, that's an investing bad guy of how do you feel about this? The sadistic well, stuff, well, no. Well, the interesting thing, too, is, is and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you, you said early, I mean, I, I didn't actually rewatch this. I meant to get back to rewatch Hush right before this discussion. Mm-hmm. But I thought when I listened to you, because I've listened to a lot of stuff with um, the writers, who is the, the main actress and the director yeah. of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, when, when they they don't really give a um, like a a reason why the killer is doing what he's doing, right? I mean, and there's in this never... context, there's almost, there's no real point yeah. to giving one because that's not the story they're telling. The, the story right. is about but, her, not about him. And in fact, right. he doesn't have a name. I believe he's just the man in credits. Yes, he yeah. is. So, so there might be a, a wonderful reason why he's doing what he's oh, doing. Well, it's it wonderful. Good luck explaining <laughs> that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, right, and that, I, that would ruin this movie. My point exactly. is this kind of movie yes. does not work for me because the structure that they need to do to tell the story is one that bugs me. Right. If if but she I, quote unquote deserved it, like even the the stupid rationale on his mind, you know, it's not that. It's it's the fact that it's it's senseless on him. He is, you know, if even even the mask. Right? It doesn't he matter. Featureless. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He that's is irrelevant point. beyond being the person yes. that torture her. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's that's why I think this movie works again is because they don't try and justify him right, right, in exactly. any way. There's they, no they, rationale. They don't, they don't sit there and say, well, but he needed to do it because he needed the money for his family and her house sat on an oil field. You know what I mean? Like right, right. some stupid reason that you know that that's what every yeah. everything tries to do is they try and make Well, if we have Hush vil- 2... They will, right? That's the, yeah, that's the Don't thing. even. Exactly, yeah. yeah that's this, this, Peter made an interesting point that yeah. would not have worked with this film, but he said it would have been awfully interesting to watch this film from the perspective of her soundscape the whole way through. Because they do that for a couple of moments, and that's one Just of those things I kind of wish we had more. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. there were some cool things, the cool moments that sound Because that would have been was... part of, you know, I mean, granted, it would have been a different film and maybe less thrilling right. for some people who need those musical cues for everything. But it would have right. been an interesting perspective or extra cut version to see. Oh, and in fact, I was just reading some of the, the trivia for it. Uh, originally, that was the plan. The, the, the actual thought was, what if he essentially made a silent horror film, which hasn't been made, you know, since, you know, the 30s silent or whatever. Films were, yeah. yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Well, Kate, I tried. Um, I <laughs> thought did. perhaps that there might be something there. And I, you know, if, if I put you through when you started, I, my heart kind of dropped because <laughs> the last thing I want to do is put you through pain. Um, that's not my intention. Um, I kind of wanted to give you something that I mean, represented the drama, the, the genre. Well, right. You know what I mean? It, this is absolutely a slasher horror film. Yes. However, I think it's more than that, but I totally understand not being able to get over that foundation. Yeah. Hey, listen, I tried, I, I did my best. You did. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for going along the with, on the, on the ride with me. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I wish you had had a better time with it. Though I, I felt really a little do. bad that I couldn't come back and say, Chris, you nailed it because it's no, not about I, you. It's, about the genre and you gave me the best offering you could for that you you absolutely can blame me it's okay to be upset with me i'm not i'm, I'm not looking for you to, to, to i usually blame tyler for things not you yeah. Chris. I mean, just, I'll, I'll take it i'll take it it's always tyler's fault it's my it's fault it's tyler's fault well speaking of things uh well this one i guess isn't my fault but uh but kate this one's your fault uh you made me watch swiss army man uh, talk to me about why, why, why this one, this is one you've been talking to me about for a while. Uh, you've, you've mentioned it to me. I think it came out in 2016. Since then you've told me to watch it. Uh, so why this one? Why, why are you, why did you do this to me? So <laughs> for those of you who haven't heard of it, as I said, it came out in 2016. It stars, um, Harry Potter. <clears throat> I mean, Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Dano and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, I had a friend say, you have to watch this movie to me. And I'm like, why? And he's like, it'll be the most poignant fart you will ever hear in your life. And I'm like, it's so true. (laughs) Okay. So the premise of the movie is a hopeless man is stranded on desert Island uh, or sorry, deserted Island. And he befriends a dead body and together they go on a surreal journey to get home. That is exactly what this is. (laughs) 
So, so why me? Why, yes. why was this one for me? Why me? <laughs> no! <laughs> so I thought this podcast, because it is a magical realism kind of fantasy yeah. story, which does not get enough play in science fiction fantasy circles. True. And this movie, specifically for you, Tyler, because this movie kind of requires somebody who can watch... <laughs> A movie with significant existential elements to it, <laughs> but also can put up with a lot of farts throughout the movie. <laughs> that's very, that's very true. Because oftentimes those categories don't overlap in film viewers. And when <laughs> but, I watch, but I can this, handle farts with the best of them. Is <laughs> that's such a small Venn, like what the Venn diagram that you just drew? That there's such a ra- too random. So one, it is a very one who small... appreciates magical realism and existential pursuits and flatulence. Flatulence. Uh, yeah. And, I... and so you like after I watched the movie, I went. I have nobody to talk to this movie about. Really, I don't even know if I liked this movie. I need yeah. someone else to talk about this movie with. And so I'm like, you got it. Tyler. I appreciate it. Well, I I I really um I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's one that I still is. In fact, as you just said that, I was like, I don't know. I don't exactly know what I think fully of it yet. Like a mm-hmm. you know in in its entirety. Um, because you're gonna write a ready, steady, cut review of it. I actually might. I, I should do that. It's you they should. It'll blow everyone it. away. Yeah. Right. Right. They would blow everybody away. Uh, <laughs> it would clear the room, possibly. But we. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's a movie that is. It's. I think it's the strangest movie I've ever seen. Uh, which is which Whoa, is saying, saying something. Yeah. It's because we've uh, seen Velocipaster, so. Velocipaster might be more normal than this. Uh, it yeah. might it might be more straightforward than this movie. Um, I. Um, so it, on, on this, it's got a lot that I love. It just like if you're setting up, if you're writing a movie that I like, you know, let's let's before the farts come into it, which I I didn't know until because I don't watch trailers, so I didn't know until I I happened to see like a clip of it on something, and and uh, and maybe it was even you, maybe you even told me, it, you know, it's it's all about farts, but uh, the. <laughs> It's, this movie is not all about farts. Uh, the it fart does pay that a is driving force behind this movie. Well. <laughs> the driving force. Uh, just wah. force. I was uh, saving that one up. Uh, so <laughs> we. <laughs> uh, so let we, it all go. I let it all. I let it all out. So on the surface, this one has a, a ton like that. I if you're just writing, you know, a description of something that I would love. Um, I love. Um, I love independent films. I love movies that are journey films, um, buddy movies, you know, all of those magical realism. Again, that's, you know, that is absolutely right up my, right up my alley. Um, and, uh, so I, 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 I for sure loved it for all of that. Um, and, and far, farts aside, it is, it's, it's kind of, um, it's like castaway meets, um, uh, Oh my gosh! It just went out of my head. This whole oh weekend at Bernie's. It's like Castaway meets week, Weekend at Bernie's, where uh, you know Weekend at Bernie's, right? Where they're they're making a a dead guy do all the uh, yeah 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 all the stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, it has a dead body in it. it has dead but body I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. about it. Yeah, that's about I, it. That's, that's where the comparisons pretty much end. But okay, I mean, <laughs> but sure. But but even that Castaway is is yes is a movie about a guy who is stranded, but it is also about a guy finding himself and finding who he is and what's important to himself and surviving in the middle of it all. Um, this is, yeah. um, and, and this is what that is. Uh, you know, it doesn't until the very end. The only, the only issue I really had at the end is that it forced us to really, to really question whether all of the stuff that he has experienced is real. Um, when, when you often, you could easily write it off as, nope, this was all in his head and he was just, he died at the beginning when he was trying to commit suicide. He actually did die and this is all just, uh, just that, or if he just passed out and it's all in his imagination or whatever. Um, I didn't love that it forced us to, um, it it forced us to doubt that. And then, and then finally, you know, he, he. Okay. So you're talking about the scene where, uh, he runs away with the body after, you know, having found his way to humanity. Okay. And everyone is there on the beach. And And I took that scene 
as this extremely awkward scene of he has been thoroughly exposed in front of all of them and he is feeling the torturous shame mm-hmm. after having finally found his humanity and coming back. Yeah. And then in that moment, they enter into it with him and he is no longer by himself. Which I, I and, and with the music swell and the way that that kind of follows along, I, I can get with that. I, I even sort of just, I guess I kind of wanted it to, to... I almost wanted it to end with it. So this is, I do recognize this is me projecting what I wanted onto what they gave me, but, but I almost wanted it to end more with him, um, making that realization about himself and, um, and then, and then getting, I don't know, getting the courage to, to step into his life or something like that, using that experience, um, rather than him pulling them into the fantasy, he like using the fantasy for him to go forward into the real world. This movie is very deeply about existential loneliness. Yeah. And so that gave him community. True. Like it did. the body brought them together at yeah. the end. Well, because the only guy he could talk needed. to is, is a dead body, uh, which now you guys tell me, and Chris, you rewatched this as well, right? Um, I just watched it for the first time. Oh, the first I've time. never seen it. Yes. Okay. And I have so look, many thoughts. Oh yeah. I didn't look this but up. But I'm not going to say cuz this this is this is your this is your recommendation. So I'm trying not to say anything, but sure. I want to talk with somebody about this movie too. This is insanity. Oh yeah, and let's, let's let's get into it cuz cuz I what I what I what I loved deeply about this movie is Paul Dano, who by the way is is maybe the weirdest actor who has ever been alive. Um and he is just a weird dude. Um and but he but I love his movies. He um you know He's. We first meet him on an island, this this tiny isolated island, and and he's hanging himself, and you're just you're just like what is what is going on with this? And then a dead body washes up on shore, and then we get this comedy of errors where he tries to he he tries to he accidentally almost kill himself and then doesn't, uh, because he realizes there might be somebody else there, and then the farts begin, and he he bonds jet skis with, with the body. He jet skis off the island with his body and gets back to California. And, and I, I loved all of that. I loved their relationship. I love where he's explaining what life is um, yeah. to, to this dead body and, and explaining what love is and acting it out. And you could tell that that's, you know, he, guys, he's, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe's performance is, is insane. insane yes. good. It's, so it's insane. Good. Hey, I don't know how he does the, the, those two being able to pull this off was is, is incredible without it looking terrible it, yeah. it, it, it it's consistent do you know yeah. what i mean like it is it and, and it grows because mm-hmm. slowly but surely the swiss army man reveals himself right so yeah. his his abilities his superpowers slowly start to increase <laughs> and then it becomes very it also becomes normal like at first when he's He's uh, spitting out the water that he can drink is is yeah. so gross and oh. weird. And, then, and yeah. then, but then later on, like they're sitting against a tree and he just puts on his chest and fills a drink of water and he's just sipping it as normal. And it's and then you know or where he's he puts rocks into his mouth and he's machine gunning squirrel or raccoons or whatever they were. And just I <laughs> I I love that like the whimsy of a lot of it is so great. Of like who thought of that? It's so great. Um, but then it, and then it gets deep and they reenact things and, and, and it, man, it talks about like what it's like to be like at a party when you're that kind of a, a person who's dealing with such crippling, not only loneliness, but isolation and, and, and probably and likely introversion and, and stuff like that. And, um, social anxiety and, and social anxiety. Exactly. And, and, uh, they recreate the bus and you see it from his perspective. Um, there is the flip of, of, um, you know, I, I never thought that it was actually, Manny's phone. I don't think I don't know if we were supposed to think that it was his phone or not fully, but um, <clears throat> but the fact that he didn't actually uh, that Hank didn't actually know her. Um, uh, I kind of again I I didn't fully love that it just ended up with him being sort of a creeper, but uh, but I I think I loved I loved what it what it forced him to talk about. Uh, now I have a question for both of you, uh, and I didn't look this up, so this is genuinely a question. I, I don't know. Um, was that was it? You know, Radcliffe's voice. Um, like it's not like it sounded like it was actually Paul Dano's voice. 
most of the time. I'm pretty sure it was Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, it's Radcliffe's, yeah. Okay, because it was deeper. Like, it's not the British accent thing. It was, like, it was deeper, and it it was different. Not that, again, he's an actor. He can't change his voice. But it just was interesting, an interesting choice that it in no way sounded like Daniel Radcliffe to me. Well, and I think they also re-recorded him in places so that way they could get the right pitch for the body whenever his mouth couldn't move normally. Good point. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, because he's he's trying to – I almost saw it like that's true – but Daniel's doing his very best to act at the very beginning anyway. Like maybe it's not, you know, almost like ventriloquism. Yeah, yeah, you know what yes, I mean? He's trying to yes. use as use as few muscles as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he, he's very before you know, he's coming low alive. and subtle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I absolutely loved it. I loved, I loved all of it. Uh, the, it's, it's such a weird movie uh, on all levels, but it is, it's heartwarming. Um, it is, it's, yeah, it, again, with some, with some exceptions of, of, uh, of toward the end, I thought it was absolutely delightful. It reminded me a lot of, um, Spike Jones where the wild things are in a lot of ways where it's just, it's just strange and beautiful and, and odd. And some the scenes where they're like in the river diving mm-hmm. uh, like and swimming around in the river are just are absolutely gorgeous. Uh, it's gorgeous cinematography. Um, uh, even, even the scene with the bear is tragic and 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 sad and and bloody and gory but it also was and weirdly you, beautiful if you ever wanted to see someone light a fart on fire this movie <laughs> i, I, I can't believe i didn't you. lead with that that where he propels himself into a flip <laughs> i loved i loved it because i i was sort of waiting for that the entire time and, I, and they had they were sitting by the fire and i was like if they don't go for this if they don't if they don't light the fart on fire i i will be so angry <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Uh, the anyway. payoff was there. The pay- in all all the fart um, situations yeah. that they could possibly use the flatulence for, they pretty much did. So yeah. flight. So yeah. Tyler, I'm asking you two questions: Were okay. the farts necessary to this story, mm. and did they overdo it, or was it right? I don't believe that they were necessary. No, but I I would say that Ooh. once you lean into it, like once they did, so if we're going necessary, could they have told the story without it? Yes, they could. Um, but once they had it, and even just the realism of this is a dead body, and and that's where it's you know that's that's what happens to a, a decomposing body. Um, then I then they leaned hmm. into it, and I was like, fine, I'm going with it, and I and I didn't care after that. So uh, not that I I didn't care. I knew it was coming, um, but I didn't. If yeah, if if it's if it's worth is it necessary? No, but it was there, and I and I think they leaned into it, and and they they you know. Chris, can, you had a counter. Just, yeah, please. Well, no, I don't know if it's a counter, but I, I I just have the way that I personally felt about it, and I, I feel like this is pretty heavily messaged in the movie, especially in the the last act when they start talking about relationships. But like everything that the Swiss Army Man does is gross, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. a dead body, number that's one. That's gross. Flatulence, well, yes, dead bodies do fart. You know, you know, they let the, release the gas or whatever. More or less, yeah. But, but what I loved about this was was that the point is made is, is that as you begin to know someone, you're okay with their gross bits. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, yes. I, I love yes. that. Yeah, to yeah. me, I almost, I, my, my, because, because it's gross. The entire time, like you said, it slowly, at the beginning, it's really super gross. Like you're like, oh, fart. he's farting. This is the dumbest movie yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. And then at, at some point, it you turns a care. corner because because it becomes yeah. really ridiculous. No, you still care, but you like, still I mean, you're, not you're, you're on by, board. You're not bothered by you're on the board. farting. Yeah. Now, now the relationship is more important than the grossness. Yeah. yeah. And like that for me was really kind of brilliant yeah. because everything is gross. Like you said, the mouth stuff, all the body, like you know, <laughs> the compass, his, you oh, know what I mean? Yes. His oh gosh. Become. <laughs> but but what I love about that, but what I love about all of that is that relationships are messy. Yeah. Um, they're gross. Um, and this was being that front honest, and center. Yeah. Uh, being honest and open with someone else is hard mm-hmm. and it is gross and it is disgusting and it can be horrifying. Um, but when you do it, you you're you become vulnerable mm-hmm. and it you, both of you grow. Yeah. And like that to me, I was just like, Oh. oh yeah, and uh, I was just I, I just and, I adored. I was like, oh I, I oh I get it. This is so dumb. Obviously, none of this is actually happening. Yeah, but brilliant. Yeah, yeah. 
brilliant movie. Yes. I, I really loved it. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, I really appreciate you watching that, Tyler, taking the plunge, because it's been a hard sell, um, and <laughs> you finally went there. So, Well, it's, it's also one of those, like, I'm trying to think, how, how do I describe that, right? Like, so, so do I... Do you put the fart front and center? You know, do you do you let them know that this is what it's going to be about, or do you not? Like I knew going. I in, think but... it's worth addressing it up front because it's otherwise a turnoff for some yeah. viewers because they're not going to take the movie seriously. True. Which is why when it was pitched to me as the most poignant fart you'll ever hear, just wait for it. It's worth it. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. I, and then that got me into what seemed like yeah. was going to be a stupid movie, and then it was True. more than that. Yeah, you would you would turn this this off fairly quickly if you thought that that was what the movie yeah. was all about. It was going to be speak gross out humor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at the you know and and it, at, at some point it, there is that there yeah, is there. like the it's gross there. outness, yeah. but I think there is there's much more heart um, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Chris. I made you yes. watch Cowboy Bebop. You did. Uh, so Cowboy Bebop is uh, it's an anime film. It was it was ma- or sorry, it's an anime series. series. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, 1997 to 1998. I think there's 26 episodes in total. Um, I actually thought there was only 10 when I told you. I think I thought it was like 10 or 12. I didn't remember it being that many. Um, but the uh, the way that it was that it was pitched to me, and here's why I thought you would like it was it's basically anime Firefly with music uh it's it's kind of how i how i really thought about it and and uh there's a lot of han solo in the main character there's a lot of just really interesting uh humor and themes that are being dealt with i think it's also a beautiful film i keep saying film beautiful series um but uh what did you think about it what 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 how did you take it what did you you know anything other than that going into it so i need to take a few steps back and take you on a journey okay (laughs) oh no Um, buckle up my um so i i love all things geek but the biggest blind spot I have in my world of geekdom is anime. Same for um, me for the most part. Yeah. Every every few years, there there comes like a, you know something that gets me to try it again. So a few years ago, the Ghost in the Shell movie came out, and I decided, well, I'm gonna go ahead and go back and watch you know that. I need to watch that series slash film slash you know it was a different. It's kind of a multimedia experience. It's kind of hard to track down exactly where it begins and all that. But so I started to watch that 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 series or that that movie so i tried the movie um just i've never found a single anime that i like i i just i for some reason um i'm very i'm, I'm going to be echoing kate a lot here <laughs> just like her her uh, displeasure towards this the foundation of of horror in mind just with the the genre it's kind of like the um the, the the you know you know when you eat food um, you could like the, the the taste all day long, but if you don't like the texture, sure. then you're still gonna gag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you can, and so there's just something about the texture, the the kind of it's the style, the, cl- the style sure. that that these things are told in that I have never been able to get into. Um, and so for me, um, watching these, I watched three episodes because okay. you told me to watch yep, three. I, I think right? I said first couple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I watched the f- the first three. And I totally agree with you. It is noir mixed with like a Western mm-hmm. mixed with, you know, the science fiction veneer on top of it. You know, where there's, you know, space battles and ships. and But most of it, it's it's very much kind of a bounty hunter, mm-hmm. almost feels like a Boba Fett yeah. type, you know, world, a, a Mandalorian type world that we're all very familiar with. In fact, Mandalorian reminded me a lot of what's happening. I think sure. it's borrowed quite a bit um from from cowboy bebop for sure um but i i did not like this at oh, all no. um I, I thought it was just for me now sure, sure, sure. Te- terrible oh yeah um oh. yes um i know it is one of the highest i'm, I'm gonna get hate mail if people listen to this they're <laughs> gonna say chris you are an idiot and i agree i understand I mean, you know, you look it up on all of the blo- they this is like the highest rated oh, it's like anime number series. one ever. Yeah. Anime one of the film. best. Yeah. One of the best, blah 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 blah. And so I guess that means I just don't like anime. Yeah. Um because it does tick I like all those particular genres. Noir I enjoy when it's done well. Mm-hmm. Obviously science fiction I love and the you know, westerns are you know, can be really well done. The, the issue for me is, like I said before, that veneer, the, 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 that thing that was on top, like just for one, just for an instance that really bugs me, the main character's voice is like this, like really deep, 
hey, listen, man. But the the character's like a 16-year-old boy. Um, <laughs> and it like, makes yeah, no yeah. sense. Um, and, and it's got the anime, like... Um, so did you do the dumped yeah. then? Yes, that's what Tyler told me to, to okay. do. That's, that's so all I, I, I went with what Tyler yeah, told so me to do. I couldn't tell you, yeah. I asked for clarification. Yep. I was like, how do I watch this? Where do I watch this? Because I know sometimes animes were like released in Japan and the first yeah. season is actually the third season and the blah, blah, blah. So I wanted to make sure that I was watching the yeah. correct thing. As I had that, um, So you watched it as I saw it at the very least. Um, now, now, because that was, that was my first ever anime. And, and so the yeah. first ever anime that I enjoyed, I, I watched lots of random because people loved it. I grew up, you know, in high school. Everybody was watching it and everybody loved it. And I, ne- I honestly, Chris, same as you, truly, truly. I'm like, for the most part, nope. I It does yeah. not do it for me. I cannot get over a lot of it. Um, but this was the one that really hooked me and that got me into some other things. So, so would, would this also... Is it purely the style? So, like Avatar: The Last Airbender. Have you ever? Did you ever try that at all? Nope. Which is definitely a, a more Americanized in in its style, but it's it's certainly influenced heavily by by traditional anime. Um, yeah. No, and, I I'm I'm just I'm not a fan. And yeah, I mean, it definitely. I don't know if that would because that's an American. Might, that's like a it's, Nickelodeon. It's fully, yeah, thing, it's full right? on American, but it's definitely in the style of um, anime. I, yeah. I so like here, here's the thing for me. Like this, let's talk in specifics, sure. not just anime, yeah. but let's talk in the specifics of. Of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. So, um, the things I will say that I really liked: the action is very, very cool. Yeah. Um, the ideas. It felt more like, a, to me, and again, like this is just the style. It felt more like a storyboard, though. It's like, here, look at this cool idea. Here's this, and then the sword goes there, and then the ship is here, and the yeah. lighting, and and I was like, oh yeah, if this was finished it would look great but it's not finished here it just is like you know what i mean like it's very rough animation and i know that's the style i don't mean to be but it just for me it just felt half there um the um the music uh is so weird it's very 90s in in episode in episode two there's like it's like a saxophone like like what you'd hear mm-hmm. like in a like an, in a love scene like it's very you know like um sensual saxophone playing it's it's a fight it's like a, a firefight happening in in the air with like um two ships shooting one another and it's just like what no, this doesn't work this is <laughs> this is these two things don't fit together your square peg round hole and obviously that was chosen for a reason sure. i just i just didn't and and the number one thing for me is that it's just so spastic. Um, I had a hard time following the scenes. Like one thing would happen, it would hard cut so quickly to something else uh, for like a split second, and then it would go to like a commercial break, and then it would come back, yeah. and it was. And I was just like, whoa, what is? What's it's just so spastic, back and forth and back and forth. So much energy, so much going on, action. Then there's a heart, mo- heart, heart. You know, supposed to be a heart moment, and then weird. It just for me, it was just all over the place, and I really couldn't even tell you what happened in the first three. If you ask me right now, and I just watched it like three days ago, what happened in those three episodes? Yeah. And I would say I have, I have no idea. There was a <laughs> poker chip that had a something valuable in it, and he wanted it, but he gave it away, and then the bad guy. It just was so. I, I don't know. It just it felt way too. I just couldn't grab onto it, sure. man. Yeah. So my question actually to you would be, did I not watch enough of it? Did I get, like, by watching the first three episodes, have I, See, do I know for sure I don't like it? Because I have no desire to watch more, yeah. but well, if I... that's, I would say, I'd say if that's it, and, and especially style, if style is what's, is what's getting in the yeah. way there, I yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go, go any further with it. Um, uh like I said, because now at the same time, I don't remember like how far I was into it because I actually thought it was way shorter. I, th- I actually thought three episodes. Oh, that's like a third of it. You'll you'll like it. But it's 26 episodes. So um, you 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 probably kind of got the opening act. Um, Tyler, let me ask this. Did you yeah. watch the movie? I did not watch the movie. Mm-mm. OK, because I, I, I know ask for if sure the I watched format the of a film that the film followed Maybe. the show, if the format of the film would make any difference. Not that I want to make Chris th- through. Yeah. Two hours of- <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's the, maybe it's a more compacted. I, I genuinely don't know if it's a sequel movie or if it's a kind of a retelling and it's a compacted thing. Um, I will say uh, I think it's supposed to come out uh, early next year. Uh, there's a Netflix series, a live action Netflix series starring John Cho. Um, who is of of the uh, an adaptation of the of the anime? I'm very excited about that. They had to delay it. He got injured 
um, on the set and they had to delay filming for like five months or something like that. But wow. yeah, like he, he broke his knee, like or really wrecked his knee or something. But, um, but yeah, so as far as I know, they've even planned out, I think they've either planned or were greenlit for a second season for it. So, um, that would be cool. So, so again, we could sort of see and, and, you know, unless depending on what changes they make and stuff like that, uh, uh, you know, maybe it is the veneer. Maybe the story is not the problem. Maybe it's the veneer of it that really is just yeah, in your way. And, you know? and, and again, I know that I'm going to, I mean, if anybody listens to this, I'm going to get hate mail because I don't, I don't like it. I, I understand. I just, yeah, I, I tried, man. I sure. sat down and I was like, I even sent out a, a tweet. I was like, all right, I'm starting it. Here we go. And then I finished the first step and I was like, I am not putting what I thought of this <laughs> on Twitter because because it is I tweeted what I thought about my watch so you maybe don't want to read that I see I, I knew where you were going oh did you on. Yeah. yeah that's I knew where she was gonna go yep uh, oh weird I, I didn't even see it I I, I do I, huh well I'm you liked the original tweet you just didn't realize it was a thread yeah <laughs> no okay I got it I got it so uh yeah I'm I'm uh I am a little bit bummed because I I thought Chris the lover of loving things would have yeah. would have really gone on board, but uh, I do my best to find something I love. I just could, I was grasping. Yeah. I was like, maybe I like this. I really don't. Yeah. I, I didn't don't, expect I farts don't... to be the winner of this episode. I I Swiss got, I got the man. reviews on all this one. I don't know. Maybe I just Swiss Army Man was out. fantastic. It was Swiss so Army Man was fantastic. I really liked it. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, in the next couple of weeks, it looks like uh, next week we are getting uh, our just uh, we're gonna do a check in and we'll talk about what we've been watching. Uh, let us know what we should. I have, have some been good and... comments about what I've been watching too. Yeah, that's yeah, because it's been a while. Chris and I have talked about ours, so yeah, it's, that's gonna be good uh, for to hear from you. And we actually, I want to know very specifically what you uh, have thought about the Dune stuff. So we should be we should talk about that sometime soon. Uh, and and then we are coming up on our hundredth episode. Uh, what, in, what? Which yeah, this is episode I think ninety eight, and we are going to watch Back to the Future. Uh, I actually don't know how we landed on that one, but I am psyched to talk about it. <laughs> it's is, an anniversary year for it because the first one came out in eighty five. That's right. That's why it's man. I uh, spoilers. I like it, uh, and so we uh, I'm really talk about that. Are I you know, sure about go that? Figure. Go figure. You know, maybe it doesn't age very well. We'll see. Uh, Chris, oh, I have things to say. You, you have things to say? Yes. That'll be good. Chris, Kate, this was a blast. So excited <laughs> that we made each other watch this stuff. We will have to do it again because uh, yeah. well, even for just the, the tormenting each other uh, part of it all. Yeah, I'm glad I got to torment Kate. That was my favorite part of the episode. That's what I've always oh, wanted to up. do. Huh. Oh, hey, get it, get it. oh, Kate, I get it. take I us out it. of here. Right. So you can find us at Geek Card Check on Facebook twitter and instagram until next time what is netflix what is netflix oh sometimes sometimes you you have to go home and you don't you don't want to go out and so you go home with your person and you just watch netflix oh (laughs) i am totally using that (laughs) 